It's the Vital Scoop Podcast. Uh-huh. Hi, we're Sylvia and Andre from Vital Scoop. Welcome to Vital Scoop Interviews. Today, we're talking to Mukta Gadkari. Mukta is a holistic nutritionist and coach. Mukta focuses on coaching busy, ambitious women to resolve stress-related health issues, reclaim their energy, make empowered food choices, and establish healthy boundaries. The goal is so these busy, ambitious women can show up nourished for the life that they love. Welcome, Mukta, to Vital Scoop's new interview series. Hey, Mukta. Hi, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Um, I know that, you know, Sylvia, we've been talking about this for a while, and I'm really just so pleased to be here with both of you. Um, I'm glad you, you're here, too. You make my heart happy, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, Muka, question for you. Yes. What do people need to know about your work? What do they need to know about my work? Well, my work is in holistic nutrition. That's my focus. But I'm also a coach. I consider myself sort of in this package of education. So mostly when I work with clients, I like to try to educate them so that they have the tools and the skills and the confidence to have a sustainable lifestyle with the changes that we make. So, you know, it's less about short-term gains, even though those are amazing. It's more about how can I set you up so that you have the skills to be self-sufficient? You know, I always tell my clients, if you don't need me, that's a good sign, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day. So that's a really big part of what I do. As a holistic nutritionist, you know, as you know, Sylvia, and you, you know too, Andre, it's just, it's more about, you know, the nutrition is part of it, but I'm also focused on sleep and I'm also focused on stress. I'm also focused on, you know, what kind of connections do you have? What is your community network like? You know, so we try to look at all angles because it really is the whole person that needs to be kind of showing up here. Um, and then the other couple of things that I focus on are intuitive awareness. So really the mindful mm. eating and listening to your body, because I believe, and I've gone through this myself, I believe that what feels good will stick. You know, so as a nutritionist, it's not about, it's not so much the prescriptive piece of here, you must eat this, but it's more of, you know, here's what I recommend. Why don't we try it out and see how you feel? And I'll always go back to, well, how do you feel? You know, tell me how you feel. Did it feel good? Do you feel happy when you're eating it? You know, do you, do you feel bored when you're eating it? Because if you're bored when you're eating it, that is not going to stick. Mm -hmm. So it's really just how do you make this sustainable for you as a person so that you've got the skills going forward? And then finally, stress management. Huge part of what I focus on. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I really like that, you know, what feels good will stick. That's mm -hmm. not usually, that, that and food usually doesn't go together. That nutrition, you know, I think in people's minds just doesn't go yeah. together. Could you just clarify real quickly the difference between, or, or like what makes you as a nutritionist a holistic nutritionist as opposed to a nutritionist? Yeah, I mean, I think when my clients do their intake forms, they're not expecting to see the level of questioning, you know, that I go through. So it is things like, 
how is your sleep? You know, how many hours are you sleeping at night? Because everything is connected, right? And I think, you know, when we go to the doctor, they're often looking at, okay, you know, you've got high blood pressure, let's treat that, right? They're not always looking at, well, what is the root cause, right? And I think, you know, from a holistic standpoint, you have to kind of look at the root cause. Um, and it's not like I'm saying, oh, you know what? This is what's causing it, but it really is. There's a lot, it's like a puzzle, you know? And it's, I, I sit with my clients and, you know, we kind of decipher this together. It's like, okay, what do you think may have caused the stomach upset? You know, what, what were you eating? Was it stress related? Because that's such a big you know, piece that people don't connect the dots on. And so, yeah, it is a holistic aspect to it that I think it's exciting to me because it's like, you know, the person feels like they're going through this mystery unfolding, you know, and it's like, if they find out that crackers that they used to eat for, you know, 20 years is now giving them hives because they've gone through an elimination diet, that is a huge success, you know, for both of us, because I'm like, great, now we know, now we can take that off the list, you know? So, so I think for me, it's really just the, the, the unfolding of it. That's fun. So does that answer your question? That does. I love that approach. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I do. I I love that as well. In fact, that's why I'm, that's why we're talking to you. So tell me, (laughs) Um, what inspired you to do this work? Um, how long do we have? <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so I know um, both of you are a little bit familiar with my background, but before I became a holistic nutritionist, I worked in corporate for about 15 years. Um, a big chunk of that was at a public accounting company, and I was an HR person an HR professional. My career grew, you know, over the years, my stress levels grew um, along with my career. The more responsibilities I got, the more stress I was under. So, you know, the focus for me on stress management comes from that because I started noticing that I wasn't feeling so good. Things like weight gain, you know, hormonal issues, all of those started creeping up with stress. The interesting thing is that, you know, I was, you know, in corporate, you tend to see people in two different camps, right? There's like the you know, suck it up and deal with it, camp. Then there's the camp of like, oh yeah, I slept only four hours last night and that's like a badge of honor, right? It's like, you know, it's almost like I, you're almost praised for the amount of stress you're going through. And I mean, I have been doing yoga for the last like 20 odd years, you know? And so that's always been my go-to. But despite, you know, the yoga, despite having a really strong support system, you know, and having all of those things in place, and I've had a fairly healthy diet, probably since, you know, 2007, I've been pretty conscious of the things I put into my body. So there was something that was missing. And I, I only connected the dots once I went back to school to study holistic nutrition. That's when I realized that there was a missing piece. Food was a big missing link in my stress management and no one talks about it. You know, no, like when you look up any kind of stress related research, it's usually focused on the breath and meditation and yoga and, you know, boundaries and those sorts of things. There's almost never anything about food and a balanced diet and what are the types of foods that will help you. I mean, there's nothing about like blood sugar and stress, for example. There's such a huge connection between blood sugar and stress. Right. And that's like an easy win for people, you know? And I think that when that 
when those dots were connected in my head, that's when I was like, okay, this is what I must focus on. This is how, you know, I want to spend the rest of my life educating people on stress because I think we're chronically stressed out society, you know, and I think we need to do something to change that. Yeah. So why is that important and why should we care? And I'm not asking for me, I'm asking for the world. So I think it goes back to the fact that people take for granted that they're going to be stressed out. You know, it's like, it's just part of life. And, and I felt that too, you know, it was, everyone is stressed. I can't complain. I don't really have, you know, like everyone's going to think I'm a wimp if I keep going on about how I'm stressed, right? So you just, you kind of just accept it and move on. And I think there's a few things that happens there. One is the health issues that I mentioned because stress is so interconnected to everything in your body. Your digestion is compromised because your body does not digest food like it should when you're stressed. You know, it's in fight and flight mode. Your hormones are compromised because again, that's just not important. Your sleep is compromised, you know, gut health, your mental health, all of it, right? And I think when when that sort of thing starts to happen, you know, people tend to, you know, you want to go to the doctor, you want to get a pill for it, you know, that sort of thing. And so I think for first of all, there's the awareness. What does stress look like? What does chronic stress look like? I mean, stress itself is normal, right? But chronic stress is like layers and layers and layers. And in this modern day, that's how we've learned to live, you know, and the body's just not designed to handle those layers and layers and layers. You know, you start getting depletion and fatigue. And then the thing is that when you are stressed, you're making poor decisions, you know, and I noticed that myself, you know, um, a few weeks ago when I was stressed and like unhealthy patterns started coming back in, I didn't want to eat, you know, I was awake all night, several nights in a row. And it was one of those things I wasn't meditating. I wasn't doing yoga. I wasn't doing the things that usually ground me. And so it's the self-care goes out the window, you know, all of those things. And then finally, it's just, you know, I was talking about the layers of stress. Those add up, you know, and that contributes to something called total load in the body, which is just like, like a toxic load and contributes to more inflammation and that sort of thing. So I want people to know that there is a way to manage this on a day-to-day basis, you know, without getting sick because stress, chronic stress is not sustainable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think one of the main things that happens with stress is even if you have stress, if, if you have healthy habits, and you really need those healthy habits when you're under a lot of stress, but then you get so focused on the stress that you <laughs> you gotta stop yeah, doing the healthy habits. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a, it's, I think it's a normal reaction. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And I think it, you know, I think sometimes people think of this is one extra thing for me to do now because you do have to be somewhat intentional yeah. about carving out the time for whether it's self-care or making a meal for yourself. You have to find that time. And so people are like, well, I don't have the time. But it's like, no, you got to slow down and let's <laughs> let's like figure out what the priorities are because unless you take care of yourself, you don't have anything to give, you know, to other people. Yeah. That's so true. So, so our world over the last year went from stressful to 
I don't even know what you would call it, you know, um, between COVID, between the racial unrest, it's just layers on top of layers on top of layers of stress. So, you know, I'm wondering when should people start thinking about, I've gotten to a place where I really need to think about these, you know, holistic nutrition and holistic health in terms of my stress. Mm-hmm. And the reason I ask that is, is, is because of what you alluded to is that we get used to it. Mm-hmm. You know, we get used to just being in these stressful situations. So how do we know that we've kind of gone overboard or how, how should people think about it? That's a really good question. It's a really good question because I think um, some times you could just sort of accept it and want to, I mean, I think part of it is people don't realize they have the control, right? And so if they feel like, oh, this is how my life is going to be because I work in a stressful job, for example, they're just going to accept it. But I think to your question of when, I think it's as soon as they feel like they need the help. You know, it's like, ask for help. If you find yourself Googling stress relief, techniques that's when you know if you if you find yourself saying i'm so stressed if you find yourself snapping at your your kids or at your significant other um or you know your decision making processes are just kind of spiraling downwards because or you're not sleeping sleep sleep is one of the my favorites because I have some clients who are like, well, I'm not really stressed, but I do wake up at like three in the morning every single night, you know? And so there are there are some signs and, and kind of symptoms to kind of watch for, um, which could be connected to a whole host of other things. But some really simple ones are like, are you lightheaded? You know, are you, that because that's a blood sugar thing. Are you irritable? Is there brain fog? Do you have irregular periods, you know, because that's a huge sign. Oh, there's just so many, just so many. Your body just starts to adjust. For for me, it was, I was starting to notice that my jeans were just getting tighter and more uncomfortable. It was just like, what is going on? You know, like I've been doing yoga, I eat well, like why are my jeans not fitting me? You know, it was things like that. And then I mentioned the hormonal issues. I feel like there were a few just warning signs that came up. One of the few things that happened towards the end of my chronic stress cycle were things like emotional breakdowns. You know, I would be crying all the time, whether it was at work or at home, I was always complaining to my husband. Um, It was just one of those things where I was like, this isn't me. (laughs) You know, it's just not me. And I don't want to live like this. You know, and I think if people's start to notice that that's what's happening, you know, where they're like, you know, like I wasn't putting my best foot forward because I was stressed and, you know, ah, that didn't come out right. Yeah. Just ask for help. You know, whether it's like, I'm happy to talk to anyone because when I was going through this, I didn't feel like there was, there was a space for me to do this except for my yoga community, you know? And so I'm happy to talk to anyone to like, you know, help them get the help they need or even give them like really just tiny tips on what they can do from a diet you know standpoint but the time is now when you want to break the cycle break the cycle let's get it let's get it done (laughs) hey and mocha you touched on it a little earlier uh one of the biggest obstacles that most people face or perceive is time Mm -hmm. yeah and so 
what would be a good practical way for people to get started? It depends on where they're at in their journey, right? Because there's some people who are coming to me. I'm just thinking of my clients for now, for example. Some people come to me with like, I just don't eat breakfast. You know, I look at sort of their journal and they really haven't eaten anything until like two o'clock and then they eat a sandwich and chips and then they eat dinner. You know, and that sort of thing is not sustainable when you're stressed out, right? And mm -hmm. so then I would say, make sure you're eating breakfast and make sure it includes protein in it. You know, so again, if just you choose, find a protein source that works for you and let's make sure that you're starting your day off well, because once you get stressed, you don't know when you're going to eat again, okay. you know? So, yeah. so I think for me, that is a really, really big one. If your breakfast currently consists of pancakes or consists of just toast and jam or a banana, add some protein somehow or the other, get some nut butter in, throw an egg in there, you know, get some, you know, get some some healthy fats in there, things like avocados, you know, because those sorts of things are going to help just keep you afloat, you know, and help your brain and help your carb cravings, all of those sorts of things. So I would say that's a really simple way. Um, find simple things that you can incorporate into your life. You know, I work with my clients on, on finding their non-negotiables, you know, so once we work together for a while, it's like, okay, so Clearly breakfast is important to you. That's a non-negotiable now, you know, or clearly eight hours of sleep. For me, that's a non-negotiable. That's how I've managed the last year yeah. is I've managed to prioritize sleep and that's, you know, help me get to the next day and then yeah. have my breakfast. Those are the two things that I personally prioritize to stay yeah. afloat. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just having your non-negotiables around your, your personal health. Yeah, and self-care, you know? Wow. <laughs> I mean, I think people, yeah, and people think about things like self-care, right? There's a lot going around about self-care and rest. And, you know, again, you hear people say, well, I don't have the time. I don't have the time to do self-care. It's like, again, 15 minutes, that's all you need, you know? And so for me, that's either sitting outside in the sun or sitting and meditating. Those two things always make me just feel better. You know, so find something that makes you feel better. Add that element of joy. Because again, there's like so much that could distract you, mm -hmm. right? The media, you know, constant barrage of like news and bad news. And, you know, it's just constantly things going on. Mm -hmm. unplug, from, unplug from your devices and go sit outside in the sun. You know, that's like a simple thing to do. Look at your flowers or plants. Connect with nature. Look at the sky. <laughs> you know, yeah. those sorts of things. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. All right. Well, this is such a good and I think relevant discussion, but we're going to have to finish so it up, wrap it up. Yeah. And to finish our discussion, we have one question about you. What spice or herb best describes you and why? I love this question. <laughs> I have to tell you that it's sort of a no-brainer no for me is ginger. Mm. And when you ask me why, I have to share that I mentioned this to my husband. I was like, yeah, I was thinking ginger. And he was like, oh, because you're spicy and healing. 
Wow. wow. And I was like, answer. <laughs> I was like, that's it. That's it. So there's your answer. That's right. Yeah. So I was like, thank you. I think I'm going to use that. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much, Mukta, for being on our, po our podcast. So being on our, it's going to be a podcast, but also being on our interview today. Oh my um, gosh. Pleasure is mine. If people want to get in contact with you, how can they find you? Well, they can find me on my website, Mooks Cooks. So that's N-U-X Cooks. C-O-O-K-S. They can find me on Instagram at Mux Cooks. They can find me on Facebook. Same thing, Mux Cooks. And I would actually say the one thing I didn't mention was that I'm putting together a resource for people to break the cycle of stress. And it's really five simple hacks to do that. Um, and it's going to be on my website. So if you're interested in getting started with breaking the cycle and you don't know where to go, just come on over and call me. I mean, just, you know, set up some time with me. I do have a free session to help, you know, people just start, just start, 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 start today. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Love talking to you. And Mux does cook. Sylvia and I would like to thank you for listening today. This podcast was edited by Terrence of 1015, T-E-N-O-N-E-F-I-V-E.com. Notes for this podcast, as well as any websites and links that we mentioned today, can be found at vitalscoop.com. If you like what you heard, be sure to hit that like button and subscribe, and please go out and tell some friends about us. Thank you.